there guys and welcome back to yet another episode of Murray Musings, your favourite Andy Murray podcast, probably because it's still the only Andy Murray podcast available. Very, very sad. The only one that you need to listen to. Yeah, that's right. The only one that you, the only one that you really need to listen to, especially at the moment, because there's also happy news. We're here for a happy reason. We're here for a happy reason. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, Scott, let's get to the point. Hallelujah. I could just I could just keep saying this entire episode. We could be here for a long time. I'm sure I'm sure our listeners would be fun with that. You don't think you don't think that they would be okay with that? I think they would be. I mean you have got a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. However Uh I I think our listeners are here Uh to hear Uh Andy News. Uh, I suppose so. Um, well, on that note, we're here for good news, guys. There's been Andy news, and there's been videos, and there's been practice sessions, and there's just been so much content, and it's just... <sighs> Firstly, let's get stuff straight. Let's get things straight. Let's get things in order. Everyone, get your chips in order. Get them all lined up. Where were you guys when you first... Heard that there was actually an announcement from Andy in regards to what he was going to do. Where were you? Like, what were you doing? Did you drop everything? Did you drop the eggs in the supermarket? Did you? What happened? Claire, you go first. Where were you? Where were you? Tell us about it. Um, I think I was, I think I was at my daughter's tennis league. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That, well, that's, you know, on brand. So I was watching a bunch of eight-year-olds mm-hmm. running around, going wild, going, mm-hmm. I'm Andy Murray! No, I'm Andy Murray! Uh-huh. No, I'm Andy Murray! Oh. And then I got the message through saying, there's only one Andy Murray! <laughs> <laughs> so you lot can just sit down. Um, and... Yeah, I think I think that's where I was. And, uh, that absolutely made my morning because it was complete pandemonium and I was ready to just bolt straight out the door of the Newlands Tennis Club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, found out the news that Andy was <laughs> actually... Have a, that he has a schedule. Oh, he does. An actual, oh. physical... Real live schedule. It's just and a plan. It's just so good. Peter, were you Peter? Were you asleep at the time, or were you were you awake? I don't, um, I kind of so I was uh, waking up to the news, yeah. of course, as I sometimes do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just opened up Twitter, just scrolling through my feed <laughs> and realizing that Andy's coming back on the tour <laughs> and he's gonna practice with some of my favorites mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was incredibly exciting yeah yeah so i mean in in if somehow you've been living in a cave for the past you know three or four days listeners um yeah and he's actually in rome currently right like he's actually in rome i don't, I don't know what you guys thought about that like that it, you know <laughs> you know what struck me today like i mean so Andy's gone to Rome. Andy's gone to Masters 1000 that's happening there. But he's not entering the tournament. He's just there to practice. I wondered, like, what the conversation with Kim was like when he told her, Kim, I'm leaving you with the kids for a week while I go to Rome just to have a knockabout. <laughs> You're my friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's gone to Rome. Like, what, what, what did you guys make of that? Like, what do you think? Well, see, see to be fair, I reckon... 
Kim is probably glad to see the back of him for a while. Yeah, maybe. Because he's been around that house so much, uh, she must be sick to the back teeth of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Andy, Andy, if you're listening, you're welcome to come round here anytime you want. I won't be sick to the back teeth of you. However, I think Kim's probably been looking forward to a bit of a break as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I would... Uh, I I would imagine so. I'm I'm sure I'm sure Kim. She, we know she's a regular listener of my amusing. She's one of one of our regular listeners. I'm sure. Uh, it's probably nodding her head at that one. It's probably nodding her head at that one. Um, but yeah. So he's, yeah, he's gone. He's gone on over there. Um, what what what? Yeah. What what did you guys what what did you guys think? Like, cause you know, I, obviously I was very very happy, and then I was also like, why wouldn't you just get like a wild card in the tournament and just try it that way? Like, I don't know. Like, I I'm actually quite pleased that. He's doing it the way he's doing it. He's because he's getting to practice with the big players, with yep. the top guys. Like he, you know, he hit with Novak today. Mm-hmm. He was hitting with Diego yesterday. He's not going in, and and the, there's no pressure mm-hmm. on him there as well. Um, he can give it a hundred percent if he wants. Yeah. But there's no pressure, and there's no like going out in the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no risk of him going all that way getting his hopes up, getting excited and then losing to Djokovic in the first round, for example. This gives him a bit of on-clay, on-court practice against mm-hmm. the top players yep. without the the pressure of another loss. And then he will hopefully feel a bit more confident going into Geneva or Lyon next week. Yeah. If it all goes well this week with his practice. And I, I actually I think it's quite a wise strategic move from Team Murray, to be honest. You think? Interesting. Interesting. Peter, you, you agree with that? I completely agree. Yeah. Um Claire is usually right. Yeah. Um so <laughs> yeah. And uh do you want to talk about um the differences between Geneva and Leon? Yeah. Um yeah. right now? Yeah. Uh, because good. Claire had definitely brought up uh the fact that uh, of course, Roger is going to play Geneva, um, and uh, Leon's draw is looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, of course, focusing on a smaller tournament instead of Rome is ideal, but still practicing with all of the big players um, and just testing your limits and, you know, warming up to clay is great. Yeah. So... Yeah, I I think so. This is my personal view from looking at the the lineups of who's playing so far. I think he'll choose to go to Leon instead of Geneva, and I don't. It's not because I think the lineup in Leon is easier. It's by no stretch of the imagination easier because you've got Gail Monfils, you've got Diego, um, Felix is playing. It's a good strong lineup in Leon. Yeah, it is, but. I think he would rather go there than go to the Federer fanfare. Because I think Geneva's going to be all about Roger. And, you know, it's it's like his it's you know, like his home tournament. Yeah. Sort yeah, of. Kind of. Um But I, I just get I have the feeling that, that he would choose Leon over Geneva yeah. in this instance. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so he's um and and they are Two fifties, is that right? The 250s? Yeah, yeah, both of them are two fifties. Both two fifties. So yeah, he's, uh, so he's practicing. I thought I thought today was his last practice, but he's he's also he's practicing in Rome tomorrow as well, right? 
Is that right? Yeah, like, with Andre. With Andre, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I don't know if he's there for the entire week or if that's maybe the last day. You would imagine that if he's going to go to, uh, you know, Leon, uh, for example, like, he would want to get there relatively because is this is that next week or the week or the week following is that... it's it's next week so yeah. it starts actually i think leon starts a week today the 17th um whereas geneva starts on the 16th mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah you, you i guess you would kind of imagine that you would want to go there for a few days right like to practice yeah. on like... i think he'd want to be there by friday by friday the yeah. latest yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna practice, I guess, for another few days, um, yeah, and then and then and then jet on over to one of these two tournaments, and he then might go shopping. He might go shopping first and buy Kim something nice to yeah, the fact that he's that might happen. Swanned off. He might he might take a wee break to come on an episode of my music. Uh, he might do. Yeah, he might do. He might, yeah. might. Andy, come on whenever you're ready. <laughs> we are ready. The door is always open, Andy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna play in Rome a few more days, and then jet on play one of these two events. Um, which yeah, I I think I would agree. I think he's probably more likely to play Leon as well. Which I think also, um, uh, Rashmi tweeted today. Like our listeners remember Rashmi used to used to used to be on my music. Uh, tweeted today to say I, I she said that she thought um she heard Novak and Andy chatting during the practice and Novak asked like which which kind of tournament um which tournament he was gonna go for. She did hear that Andy did say something about Leon. So you could well be right. You could well be right, Claire. You could well be right. Which, as Pierre has already said, Claire is often always right. Um, great. What can answer. I say? <laughs> However, if, if I if I've got a fifty percent chance of being wrong, so <laughs> you know what? If we're sitting here next week analyzing the Geneva draw, um, then we'll uh, we'll maybe reevaluate. Uh, you can remind me of this. Yeah, exactly this right. We'll we'll, we'll 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 pause and we'll actually play a bit of this audio on. On, on next week's and we'll, uh, we'll we'll see we'll see we'll see where we stand but um so yeah then he's gonna play then and that's gonna be his kind of last tournament before the french open right that would be his warm-up tournament for the it's one and only warm-up tournament for the right. french open yeah before as of right now before the french open qualifying Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I guess we should chat about a wee bit, right? Because uh, I think it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday, right? Uh, when Andy um, came out and basically said that uh, the 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 French tennis, the French, what is it? The, the, French, is it French, French Federation ten- of Tennis? Yeah, French Federation, Federation of Tennis. Hadn't yeah. hadn't um, given him a wild card. Um, as of right now, hasn't guaranteed him a wild card for the main for the main draw. Um, and Andy said something along the lines of he he isn't sure. Um, <laughs> I read it in like I don't know if you guys do this when you see like an Andy quote, you're like you you read it in his voice. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just it was such a kind of dead pan quote. It was like uh, I don't know if they want to see me play or how I'm playing in the lead up to the event. Um or or what? So I'm just gonna kind of wait and see. 
<laughs> in other words, in other words, they don't want to grant me a wild card in case I'm absolutely rotten. Yeah, literally, hundred percent. Yeah, like they 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 gave me one last year and then I got Vavrinka in the first round. So oh, God, do you remember that? Oh, um, so but you, like, so how 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 do you guys feel about that? Like, because I know my instant reaction was oh for. A God damn it, French federation. God damn. Um, uh, but I have seen other kind of Annie fans who are a little bit more kind of, you know, like he hasn't played much, you know, like uh, he hasn't, you know, yeah, he hasn't really been I, competing much. So yeah, I'm I'm open minded about it because I always, whenever I look at draws for the slams, I am always quite wary of the qualifiers. Because the qualifiers, in order to get in to the main draw, the qualifiers have had to come through, what, three, sometimes four wins. Mm -hmm. So they're on a bit of a winning streak. Yep. So they're on a bit of a high. So a qualifier quite often comes in the first round absolutely buzzing from winning all these matches in the past few days. And they continue that. I mean, it doesn't always happen, but I've seen it. I mean, you've seen qualifiers knock out seeded players in the first round. And I just think, well, you know, like, I wouldn't mind that happening to Andy. I wouldn't mind him getting on a winning streak and qualifying. Yeah. And then coming in and knocking out Nadal mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. Yeah, that is fair. I mean, we'd all love to see that, I'm sure. I mean, we would be doing an episode of Murray Musings immediately after that match. Um, but, P- Peter, I remember you said when I think we had a similar chat about but before before Andy had even talked about the wild card situation, and I asked you, I think on a couple of a couple of episodes back now, where you said that you weren't, uh, you you would very much like him to get a wild card, and that you, yeah yeah. The thing is, I, and I'm the eternal optimist about Andy's chances and everything, but if he loses in a qualifying round versus a first round. Yeah. That's going to hit me a little bit harder. But somebody had mentioned, and I apologize to all the people that are in qualifiers, and maybe this is just for the French Open, or if this has been for all the slams, I obviously did not know. For the men's, of course, um, matches, are they always three sets only? Or is it best of five for some of the majors? Because somebody was like, oh, it's going to be, you know, a three-set affair, you know, for the qualifying rounds. Mm, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I, I assumed that it was three sets, like. Okay. I, I assumed I that, suppose right? if it was, if it was best of five, it could make the qualifying matches go on. For like, they, they, they do the qualifiers over a shorter period of time as well, don't they? So yeah. they possibly can't afford for it to be best of five. Yeah. I also so think. Do you not think it would be like? I also think it'd be totally brutal. No, like it would be. It would be. Imagine, yeah. imagine it, it coming would be through completely four. brutal. Yeah. But for some reason, in my mind, I thought it would be five best of five. Yeah. And obviously, I haven't watched too many <laughs> qualifiers yeah, to be fair. like, oh well, duh. Of yeah. course, they only have best of three sets. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So I think you know Andy does well in best of three. So yeah. why not? Yeah. Why not get that match practice in? Yeah. Um. So I take back my statement. Yeah. Um. I would like him to have more match play. Yeah. Um. And so hopefully he can go through the, all of the qualifying rounds and you know come out swinging for. 
the main draw. Um, if we can, let's go back to um his match uh practices. Yes, absolutely. Let's do um, that. Let's do that. I uh just saw a clip of uh Novak uh just doing some rallies with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apparently Andy just hit the ball so hard yes. that he blew the cover off. Uh-huh. And Novak is just like holding the ball up to the uh, camera. Um, I forget what he exactly says. But and this he's is like, what happens when you play yeah. tennis with Andy Murray. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I was just about Woo! to bring that up. Um, but I was just like, wow. Wow. That's our boy. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he's, I mean, I know it's just practice, but he's looking good. Like he's He is looking really good. really, really well. And he was returning so many. And, you know, I, I don't think, I, I certainly don't think Novak was going easy on him. No, no, he no. He was returning all of those shots. Yeah. Like the, the proper, you know, like the Murray offensive. Yeah. He looked great. I yeah, yeah I mean I I I would honestly like I I yeah I would definitely agree to be honest like I think um yeah I think he was I think he looked like obviously we're all eternal optimists here at Murray Amazing like we're all eternal optimists and <laughs> uh, none of us are negative in any way whatsoever um, <laughs> none of us get down about Andy's chances um, never but yeah I I yeah I was honestly like yeah I was very pleasantly surprised. Because he did look to be moving, like, freely. Like, and there was no limping or anything. Yeah. Or, like, anything. And it was just, like... Well, that's just ideal, isn't it? Like, and he's just hitting the ball, yeah, like, so, so, like, cleanly off the racket, off the strings. Like, um, and, yeah, like, I I was just, like, this is... I'm not gonna lie, I did watch a video on Loot for a wee bit. Like, I watched one of, like, the oh, highlights. Yeah, yep. like, on Loot. Like, just for, like... Because the first time you've seen Andy, like... On clay, you know, on a clay court as well, which I, I like Andy on a clay. I like Andy on the yeah. clay, you know. It's not yeah. always his best surface, but... Um, he looked comfortable as well. Yeah. Like, I thought he he actually... He, he didn't look like it was a real effort. And remember, remember, was it last year? No, apologies. In 2019, when he did that practice session with Novak at the Australian Open. That and was it was painful. It was genuinely horrific to watch. He could barely move... He looked sluggish. He looked deflated. So when you compare, okay, I know there's been a metal hip inserted in that time, <laughs> but if you compare those two practice matches, same players, Andy looks like a different player, or he looks like his old self. You know, I just thought he, he looked really good today when I was watching that. Yeah, I was trying to work out. I don't know if you guys could tell. I don't think they did. I don't know. I don't think they played for long enough for them to be playing like a full set or anything like i don't think so i don't think that i don't um i, I feel like they were just maybe doing practice points or games or, or, or something like that but I, I doubt they played for long enough for there to be an actual set in there but um yeah like i yeah exactly as you say clear like i remember that match i remember they were a good obviously there was a bit of fanfare because i think there was when andy did play novak back in 2019 in that practice set um I think there was a sense that Andy was going to make some sort of an announcement, right? There was, you yeah. know, at that point. Like, it wasn't confirmed yet or nothing was happening yet. Press conference hadn't happened yet. But um, I, I, I recall there being quite a, oh, Andy and Novak are going to play a practice set, you know? And, like, I remember being like, oh, here we go. Like, let's see yeah. what it's like. And then I just remember seeing, like, all the tweets that were, like, there, I think there were a few journalists that were watching were like, 
did not look good. <laughs> did yeah. not look good. I think he, I, if I remember rightly, and, and that, I guess it's a testament to how kind of we all remember that that tournament uh, for Andy. Is, yeah, I think it was like a 6-1 set to Nova. Yeah, it was um, something, yeah, I was thinking 6-1 or 6-2, and he just went and sat down at the yeah, end of it. He did, like, yeah. he just looked done. Done. Yeah. And I can guarantee that didn't happen today. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, 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 I really don't think so. And I, yeah, obviously, yeah, we're just talking practice here, aren't we? We're just talking practice. Andy's came out and said multiple times that, like, you know, he, he does, I think Andy's came out, I, I feel like Andy said multiple times he doesn't actually play that well in practice in regards to his matches. Um, but, and I, yeah, we're probably way over analyzing practices, but I, we have nothing else to analyze. Exactly right, yeah. This is our first half in ages, so this is why we're here. Uh, you're just going to have to deal with yeah. the listeners. Um, but it was just great, wasn't it? It was just really good. Uh, yeah. And it was, um, I don't know. Like, for me, it was just such a kind of... <laughs> I know the past year and a half has been a total mess worldwide, With but there was some sense of, like, normality and just watching Andy Murray back hitting tennis balls. Does that make sense? Like... I don't yeah, know. totally. Like, yep. It was like this is the way the thing should be. This man loves the sport, and he's now just back hitting and looking relatively inju- like injury free, right? Like, you know, I'm sure there's some aches and pains there, but like, he just looked fat. Well, like, yeah. he really did. I mean, of course, there's going to be aches and pains. He's an old man. Absolutely, yeah. You he's know? ancient. Now. <laughs> ancient. Now. He's got, you know, it's getting too. It's getting too much for him. He's got a metal head, but um. I don't know, like, even just watching him hit with the world number one in the world again, you know what I mean? Like, and it it was so clear to me, like, Novak came off court afterwards and gave some really nice quotes or, you know, about the good old times, uh, like, hitting yeah. <laughs> Randy and Shamu Andy kind of reminded him of it, but it, um, I don't know, like, just for me, it was just, like, the fact that Novak has that much respect for Andy, like, and, you know, like, I, I, I don't know, I feel, I feel like Novak wouldn't kind of like their smiles afterwards and stuff like that it definitely gave the impression that that practice went well right like yeah. you know definitely. like yeah. Andy would not be hanging around chatting away and grinning like like he was like if it had been a complete disaster um, I thought it was a really it was it was a really nice moment between them actually at the net once they'd finished and Novak was just yeah. like kind of patting him on the, the shoulder and they were chatting and laughing and grinning away to each other it was just it it was it was nice to see it was mm-hmm. it was a lovely moment especially because there's been I don't know if you guys have seen it there's been some comments on Twitter over the past few days about the fact that they're practicing together and people are going oh you know Novak is just he's so gracious to yeah. entertain Andy after all the horrible things <laughs> Andy said about him I mean forgive me but I don't recall Andy saying terrible terrible things about Novak I think they're probably referring to Andy's comments about the is it the Adria Adria Andrew tour Jared. last year being a little bit irresponsible? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily an unreasonable thing for Andy to have said, and he probably yep. would say that to Novak himself as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, for me, it was really nice to see that because I think it puts those kind of comments in the bin. Like there is no bad yep. blood between them; they are friends, and what people say in public, you you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, like. Andy's been asked about that, but it's he's potentially already spoken to Novak privately yeah. about it to say, look, you know, I'm I'm probably going to get asked about this at some point or another because it's what people do. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with it, and I'll probably say that. Yeah, but you don't have to agree with people. 
100% of the time. No, not at all. Um, and I think something we should probably touch on quickly is that um, that practice session with Novak has, um, has, has fully converted Peter into being uh, a Novak fan, hasn't it, Peter? <laughs> I mean, it reminded me of the good old days when I, I loved the both of them playing. Um, so I'll just, I'll definitely say that. Yeah. So Doesn't it, it just was, go to show, It was though, nice. Doesn't it, was it just nice. go to show that Andy Murray brings out the best in everyone? This is true. He, yep. he made Novak lovable to you again. <laughs> he brings out the best in everyone. <laughs> and I mean, what, what more can you say about the guy? Well... My name. Talking about the uh, practices yeah. uh, and switching gears <laughs> while we're still talking <laughs> about um, comments on Twitter, yeah. I did see so many wonderful comments from people. Um, Darren Killer Cahill, um, uh, Australian coach of Simona at Halep, uh, when he saw video clips of Andy uh, practicing. Uh, he said nothing better than seeing this guy back on court grinding and moving freely. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just amazing yeah. how there was such an outpouring from fans and mm-hmm. uh, fellow players alike just gushing that he's back. Celebrating. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also want to uh, point out another uh, person mm-hmm. who I uh, love to follow. Natasha0409. Uh, she said, Andy, the man with integrity, decency, guts, honesty, and not afraid to speak his mind. I respect the hell out of him, and I've grown to love him over the years, and I hope he can have everything on a tennis court he still desires. Um, and so uh, she was quote-tweeting uh, We Are Tennis's account, um, saying, oh my god, what a pleasure to see Muzz again. And uh, it's such a pleasure. It is. It so is. yeah. It really, really is. Yeah, we've had so many messages, yeah. haven't we? Like, um, I, I, I want to give a, a shout out to June Campbell at Junie Cam on Twitter, who's been tagging us and the Murray Musings account and every piece of Andy mm. content. I really, really admire our dedication to ensure that we see absolutely yeah. everything. Yes. Um, I've been loving Love that. Her. And also, there was someone who tweeted me, uh, someone who tweeted me the other day at Glitter Squirrel. I don't know if you guys saw this one where I had said that chaos had ensued <laughs> at Murray Musings HQ <laughs> and that Scott was given us a great rendition of Oh, oh Andy, 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 Andy. <laughs> <laughs> And she said, I really love Muzza Fam. When they're happy, yes. it's the exact same energy as my mom being homesick in Paris in the 70s, listening to a Barry Manilow <laughs> record, drinking red wine and crying in her room alone. Yes. <laughs> and I'm totally on board I with mean, that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it, it was such a kind of, um, you know what? Like, it's, it's almost at the point, almost, I wouldn't say totally, but it's almost at the point where it's like, who cares how he does in the big tournaments like now? Like who get he's just back and he's hitting and like we're happy to see him, right? Like Andy fans have been you know, going through it the past we've been through it like the past year, year and a half. And it's just as you guys said, like it was like a party yesterday when we actually had an announcement like the other day, when we actually had an announcement about it. Yeah, like but we actually, you know, knew that he was coming back and knew that he was 
committed to playing events and I know like uh, I know that I feel like you guys were maybe a little bit more optimistic when there was that radio silence from than I was I was like oh no I'm worried I'm scared I'm scared but it's just so relieving just to see him like and I, yeah. I don't know like I think for me, like for me, you just me personally as a fan, like I just feel quite calm seeing him hitting on the court. I don't know, like that yeah. that might sound silly, but I can, I don't know. It's yeah. like a stress reliever for me. No, I, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah I it's agree. Like nature, nature's yeah, healing. Yeah, it's just it, I I could just sit there and just I feel calm just watching a video of him hitting on a tennis court for five minutes, which is probably a bit sad. I don't, know. but like no, I just, no, I was watching uh, his practice with Diego, and I mm-hmm. love uh, Diego as well, and. Absolutely. Of course, um, he's one of my favorites, and so mm-hmm. I was uh, almost to the point of uh, shipping the two of them uh, together, and it's like, <laughs> what what name would they be? And I was like, obviously, it would be Anne Diego. Um, <laughs> so, it works. Yeah, it works. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how happy we all are to see him mm-hmm. back on the court. Yeah, 100%. It's just... Yeah. And oh, just to, to clarify, I think the calmness comes from seeing him practice mm. because there's never any calmness when he's playing <laughs> a competitive match. Yeah. <laughs> Always a Murray coaster. Straight on that yeah. Murray coaster. We're all like yeah. uh, white knuckling so, it. So therapeutic seeing him back, and then this time next week we're like, oh no! Oh my god, oh my oh, god! No! <laughs> Get that break point. Um, Save that break point. Yeah, oh. yeah. I guess, um, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna ask for your guys' prediction in terms of, you know, how he does and whatever he plays next week. But we don't even know what he's playing. I feel like we're, we're, we can maybe do that on next week's episode of Murray Musings. We can probably get a wee kind of the draw will be out, right? The draw will be out when we're recording an episode next week. I hope, I would hope, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, so we can kind of do a kind yeah. of preview uh, of of his match and see. Uh, his route to the final. His route, his route to the title. Um, and yeah, we can kind of yes. unpack the kind of players and draw and stuff. So yeah, let's let's wait and see. But let's not do any predictions just yet. I mean, and the French Open, I'm not even talking about that yet. I don't even want to talk about that yet. Um, oh God, no. I want to see how he does in yeah, Leon first. I, I keep saying Leon because I've just convinced myself <laughs> that it is yeah. Leon, but it could very yeah. well be. Yeah could very well be Geneva but I want to see how he does first in mm-hmm. this tournament mm-hmm. before I start jumping the gun and getting yeah. excited yes. about the French Open and how he's going to win that and then he's going to go and win Wimbledon and then he's going to go and win the Olympics and it's all just coming back yep. to us now and yeah yeah sorry I take all yeah. of that back <laughs> yeah. no don't take that back manifest it absolutely just like I was saying Claire is oh, usually I right to win Queens and as, well. as yeah. you said Scott and I didn't um notice this on uh Rashmi's Twitter but I defer to Rashmi and Claire mostly uh for the sage advice it's like okay Leon you know might be the tournament <laughs> that he's going to yeah so yeah Let's let let's wait and see in that note. Uh, yeah, I guess th- th- there were another like sprinkling of Andy Murray news as as Claire briefly touched on there. Just announced today that Andy is going to play Queens. He's gonna be a Queens. Yes. He's gonna yes. be a Queens, which I think we all pretty much knew. We did all pretty, you know, we all pretty much yeah. Because yeah, well, he he has a career commitment to Queens as long as he's exactly. fit to play, exactly. doesn't he? So, so if he was back playing, he yeah. would almost have to go there, right? <laughs> like he would almost have to have to have to rock on up. So. Uh, but still, it was it was great to have like a tournament be like he's gonna play it, and it's like great, we love that too. Um, 
I am absolutely bummed though that I decided to not buy a ticket for Queens. Like I was literally on was yeah. it on Thursday? Was it on Thursday that that it was just it was chaos, I remember you it? I remember your tweet I, about it. I, I literally yeah, I remember your tweet about it. I literally had a ticket in yeah. my basket. And it was mm, no. It was a hundred. It was a hundred. It was a hundred and sixteen pounds. Okay. For the ticket, and I was like, right, okay, there's this, and I was checking the, the price of the flights, and I was like, okay, the flights, and then I would need two nights probably, two nights accommodation yeah. in a hotel, and I was like, should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? And I was, I was honestly, I was this close, like listeners, I am holding <laughs> my thumb and my forefinger, like they're touching, and then I went, no, did you know what? I'm going to wait. Because it's going to be a public sale of Wimbledon yeah. tickets this year, and I would rather try and get a ticket yeah. for Wimbledon. Fair enough. Yeah. And then today they announced that Andy is one hundred percent playing Queens, and I was like, "Oh, get back online, get back online, get back online!" Oh, the priority window for LT Advantage members has yeah. now closed, and you have to wait for general sale tomorrow, and it's limited tickets. And do you know what? I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to watch it on the TV, and I'm going to yeah. enjoy it, and um. I'll I'll try and get my I'll try and get my ticket yeah. from Wimbledon. Yeah. When they go no, on that public sounds, sale. That, that sounds like a that sounds like a good show to be honest. I um yeah, I was I was really Yeah, I, I was yeah, I mean I think I'll probably do the same. Like I I you know what, I'm I'm terrible. I didn't even know until I saw like you your 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 tweets about it, Claire. Like I didn't even realise there was priority sale for for Queens. I was like, Oh my gosh, should have been in there. Um but then yeah, I mean at that price and at you know the journey from from up here in Scotland it would would have been too much. Yeah. Um. I mean, even even the cheapest ticket was like eighty nine pounds. I love I love oh. I love it. Me and Claire, yeah, like the journey here would have just been too much. Peter, you could have made it. Uh, like, <laughs> Peter, you could have you could have made it. Queen's Bay. Why are you not going? Uh, you're right next door. Um, but no, like yeah. So sadly, there's gonna be it. It doesn't look like there's gonna be any kind of Murray Musings uh, presence at Queen's Club this year, but. You know, if anyone's listening who does have three spare tickets, we uh, we wouldn't say no. Um, we will have absolutely, we will happens. do that. Um, the, the the thing is, my my feeling on it as well was I I went to Queens a few mm-hmm. years ago as we discussed yeah. previously, and it wasn't a happy Queens <laughs> for me because yeah. Andy lost, Vivrinka yeah. lost, and I was also shushed by a very very well healed elderly mm. lady, um so. You know, I don't think I'd be welcomed back to Queens with open arms, if I'm wow. perfectly honest. And I think if I've got a spare hundred and twenty pounds, which you know, right now yeah. I actually don't. But if I have a spare hundred and twenty pounds, I would rather buy myself a Wimbledon oh, ticket because yeah. I've never been to makes, Wimbledon. Makes oh yeah, sense. makes much more sense to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's still good news to explain, right? It's still good news to explain there. Um, one hundred percent. Great to see. Yeah. And then the other bit of Annie news is uh, Mark Petchy. Oh, Peggy's back Pedge. in the team. Well, and on this though, I think we should uh, kind of roll on over to our to, to the person on. who has actually met Mark Petchy and actually you've got a wee bit of a story, yes. don't you, Peter, that you haven't shared with Murray Musings yet. Like you haven't told any of us about this. Go. So this is a Murray Musings exclusive. Yes, I actually interviewed Mark Petchy mm-hmm. for my other podcast that I had um, back in two thousand nineteen. Um, and so I, uh, had met Mark, uh, at the Cincy Open in 2019, uh, just hanging out, chilling. I was like, oh, okay, there he is. I'm just gonna stroll on up and chat with him. Uh, but no, of course I was incredibly nervous. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, 
let's uh, have a few questions, see if he, you know, has some time right in between matches as he was uh, commentating for Amazon. Um, and so uh, we can definitely roll the clip in just a second. Um, but I do want to point out when he mentions one of my favorite parts and it's stuck with me. And his advice, of course, for Andy is always going to be good. And it's I'm pleased to see him back on the team uh, when uh, he said to me and to our fans and to his fans, excuse me, um, give him time, be patient. If there's one guy who's out there sacrificing himself to get out and do the right thing, it's Andy. And I was like, wow. It, I mean, that's that's him. We love him. We love him so much, don't we? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm actually getting quite emotional just thinking yeah. these words. Yeah. Do you want to play the clip? Do you want to play the clip, Peter? You oh, yeah. Right. Three, well, two, one. Let's play the clip for our listeners. So how did you feel about Andy's first win in Cincinnati? His first match back was great. Oh, I was super, okay. yeah, super encouraged. I thought that, you know, given what he's been through, the step into the unknown, the fact that nobody's ever done this and got back on a singles court, uh, looking at his numbers, the speeds, the serve, um, I, I was super encouraged. I thought it was a tough draw for him coming back against somebody that uses the angle so well, who, exactly. who makes that baseline another good metre wider than a lot of players, Gasquet, that actually didn't think it was the best draw. So to come away with the result and the movement and everything else, fairly intact. I, I was happy for him. Yeah. And how did you feel about his first title here? Uh, his first title here? Um, listen, I've always, um, you know, every time he uh, he lifts a trophy, you know, it's a, it's a great day. Obviously, coming here to win his first ever Masters uh, and winning in the style that he did against Novak as well was obviously extra special uh, for him. Obviously, somebody that he grew up with, that he competed against, but heads with, lost, won. Um, you know, to win one of these events, but you know, I mean, this is this is a tough ask. You know, to, to get past these in these congested draws and win one of these things. So for him to to win that first one was obviously a big milestone in his career. And what would you like to say to his fans as a former coach? Give him time. Be patient. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Give it. Be kind. Yeah. Be kind. He, yeah. He, if there's one guy out there that's doing it 100 percent right and sacrificing to to get back and to give himself a chance at a miraculous end to his career, and he's doing it. Yeah. How do you feel as a former coach? Just seeing Proud him of now. Proud yeah. of him. Definitely. He's, he's the guy's a legend. Okay. He's a legend. Thank you so much, Mark. Pleasure meeting you, Thank sir. You. And that was a great clip, wasn't it, guys? That was a fantastic clip that we have just listened to live and haven't listened to before we started recording this episode. Um, he just sounds... He sounds like such a proud uncle, yeah. doesn't he? Like, yeah. you know, that's that's one of my boys. I'm so chuffed to bits mm. with him. And, he, he, you know, he sounds like he was getting a little bit emotional at the end yeah. as well there, yeah. Peter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, my... One question, like Peter, how have you not brought this up with us before? <laughs> have you not? I I honestly don't know. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's funny how there's been so many small moments with uh, a few of Andy's team. Yeah, that's just like, oh wow, you know, just like uh, when I think uh, we talked about uh, Jason Goodall, mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I ran into him at Labor <laughs> Cup in 2018. And uh, Petchy was standing, like, aside. And I did not even um, notice him because his back was turned at first. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, um, 
can you take a picture, like, of us? <laughs> and, uh, like, because he was, like, right there, and, like, he looked at my phone, and, of course, with me, you know, being technologically savvy, I was like, somebody else has to do that. And he was like, sure. And then for, like, a split second, because I was, like, in shock and awe that, like, Mark was, like, right in front of me, I was like... Looking at his credential, looking at him, and I'm like, there's Mark, like, right there in front of me. And I was like, do you want to, like, get in the picture with us? And he blushed, and he was like, no, no. And I was like, "Uh, I mean, I don't want to, like, beg for, like, a photo with him. But I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. Yeah, you know what, like, you can say that you took your photo, though. That's, like, that is crazy. That is awesome. So you, so you've actually, you've actually had like a member of Team Murray take a photograph of you with somebody uh-huh. else. I actually was thinking that the other day that I had forgotten to tell you guys this that I was knocked back by a <gasps> member of Team Murray for a photograph. Yeah, at the so it was at the Australian Open in twenty seventeen, yeah. okay. and I, I we were in the Heisen Serena, and I had gone to the toilet, and as I have come back in, you had to stand and wait. Until there was the like change yeah. of uh-huh. ends, yeah, yeah, yeah. go back to yeah. your seat. So I'm standing waiting and I'm waiting and waiting, and then someone comes up and stands right next to me. And uh, I just kind of glanced over to my left, like they, this person's literally standing practically shoulder to shoulder with me. Who was it? Ivan Lendl. No, mm. it wasn't. Yes, so they were sitting <laughs> where we were sitting in, in Heist and Serena. Lendl and the rest of the team were sitting about five rows in front of us and I hadn't noticed them until he came and stood next to me and I was like oh my god it's Ivan Lendl um, and I, I was on my own like you know my, my dad who's great at taking photographs remember the Kim Murray story <laughs> he was he was like in sitting down so I was like okay I'm just gonna need I'm just gonna need to I'm just gonna need to ask him here for for a selfie so I said to him I was like oh excuse me Ivan would you mind um, if I got a photograph with you, <laughs> and he, <laughs> he looked at me and he went, "No." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him. No. He went. He said, "No, I have to get back to my seat. We're not allowed back to our seats yet." <laughs> right. So, so he then said. Oh to wait! Me, did you say that we're not allowed? No, back? no I was just kind of like. Um, kind of looked around to like judge the situation uh-huh. and he said to me he went maybe later right and and I was like okay and then we had to stand next to each other awkwardly for like, <laughs> for, like uh, four minutes uh, for like four minutes the whole time and he was kind of like shuffling fidgeting and I was like, you know, you could have just taken the picture. You could have just yep. taken the picture by now, yep. like in the time that it's taken us and to stand here and avoid looking at, at each all. other. <laughs> you could have just taken the picture. And then <laughs> finally the guy's like, right, and you go. And I swear to God, he like leapt over the seats and sat down. And I was just like, he's not coming back. No, he's later. not. You're not, no, not going to get one later. No. I feel like that might be <laughs> what... just the way he went, No. <laughs> <laughs> the most Ivan Lendl story of all time. Like, yes. it fits right in, fits right into the ballpark of no. what we know no. of Ivan Lendl. Like we love, we 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 love Ivan Lendl because of all he's done for for Andy, but also like 
that's oh, it, was, it was so funny it was just I think what made it funnier was the fact that we then just had to stand next to each other for another few minutes before we were allowed in you know like, you know guys like I, 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 like on that note I feel, I feel like we could kind of do a kind of replication of you know if I if I was in that situation this is how it would go it would go hi Ivan would you want to um, would you co- want to come on an episode of my podcast of Murray Musings no <laughs> <laughs> that is how that would go down um but you know what if 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 somehow in some faraway universe like in a, an alternative reality Ivan Lendl tunes into murray musings every week i'm sure he does we're right up his alley oh yeah um, i'm sure we would love to have you on an episode i'm sure it would be amazing oh <laughs> it, would be, it would be it would be an absolute hoot <laughs> uh you could come on and finally take yourself maybe later maybe that's what he was talking about maybe 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 like, la- may- maybe this is later maybe this yeah. is later for even he can he can come on to muddy musing and give us one more dancer oh dear it'd be great. It'd be great. <laughs> just not smile like just not crack the facade once oh See my that lord jeez louise <laughs> That's a great story, though. I love that. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. So on, Brian. So it makes, me, it makes me even more jealous of your interaction with Mark Petchy, Peter. Yeah, the fact yeah. that he was so, so lovely to you. You interviewed yeah. him. He took a photograph while you were someone else. Yeah. And I just got Ivan basically telling me to <laughs> no. sling my hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, like... I, like I, one of the things I did, I guess, like want to ask, like, wh- why do you think, why do you think Mark's back, Andy? What do you think? Like, what do you think's brought Mark back? I think it's like partner. Well, this is my you know reading of it. Yeah. Just like the fun narrative of you know nostalgia and you know just having another you know voice refreshing again, but still knowing the mechanics of how Andy works and just for that banter, Mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's going to be good for, you know, the rest of his career. However long that will be, that I think he's going to, you know, have that buddy that he started his career with. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is this the, is this the, is this it, though? Is this the bookend? No, 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 no! I'm just, I'm just like, <laughs> no, like the narrative talking that I'm about the end in my anymore <laughs> is nostalgia. I'm thinking, I'm hoping that it's going to be another two, three, five, seven, ten years that Andy's playing, Pitchy. of course, <laughs> as the eternal optimist. Mm-hmm. But for however long Mark's going to be on Team, you know, Murray again, that he's going to be there, you know. For the yeah. rest of the time. Yeah. I totally agree. I think Andy likes to, in his team, he likes to surround himself with people he knows well. Yeah. Who know him. Yes. Who he's comfortable and familiar with. Yes. Yeah. And like you said, he's obviously known Petch since he was a young, young guy. Even if he's not necessarily worked with him, you know, for the past however many years. But he's someone who's followed Andy's career closely. And he, he knows his style of play. He knows what makes him tick. He also knows him as a person. He understands yeah. him. Yeah. So, you know, I think Andy wants those kind of people in his team. He wants... Th- that's the people that he wants batting for him. Yeah. I mean, 
great to bring in a new coach every now and again, but I, I feel like as he's getting older, he just wants people that he's really comfortable with, who can yep. be completely honest with him as well, who won't sugarcoat how things are going for him. Yeah. And he can be completely honest with them. Yeah, I... And I feel he's probably got that. You know, that's there's a reason why people like Jamie Delgado and Matt Little have been in his team for so long. Yeah, it's like that kind of sense of like, um, because I think Andy, Andy, <laughs> I feel like Andy used to get criticized quite a lot for going through coaches quite quickly. Um, but I think you're right. Like he kind of um has this. Uh, when he finds people that he really likes, he will stick with them. You know, yeah. like yeah. through thick and thin. Um, like Jamie Delgado was a yeah a childhood for like childhood friend. Like I think they came up together like playing. I think if I remember rightly. Um and you know obviously Marpeci was one of his first few coaches so having them two yeah because that's something we should say Jamie Delgado is still his coach as well like they're still they're yes. working together as far as I know right um we're not quite sure the ins and outs of 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 how well of I think Peci's coming in on a, a sort of part time makes sense casual basis makes like sense, yeah. he won't do yeah all the tournaments with him the way that that Jamie's doing but he'll likely be there for the big ones that would Just a, you know yeah. a bit of extra. A, a bit of extra coaching in his corner. Yeah, that that would probably make more sense, wouldn't it? Like just to have that kind of extra voice in his ear, like and as you say, Peter, like definitely part of it must be kind of. I don't know, like because one of one of one of the things that Andy did say last last week, and um, I don't know, I don't want to be like hyper analyzing it or anything like that, but what what wanna which which is what we do on this podcast all the time, just hyper analyze <laughs> everything Andy does, um, but. There was a quote that I gave because he did an interview that was quite it's quite a good interview um when a newspaper um but I think one of the quotes was something along the lines of like I uh I I I still love I'm playing because I still love tennis I just don't enjoy it like I used to um yeah. which I was totally conflicted as to how I was supposed to feel reading that does that make sense like I was like this reads as quite a um. It's almost quite a sad quote if you read too much into it. You know what I think? Like I still love it. I just yeah, don't. I thought so. I, I, it's like, just not as fun. It's just not as, as fun for him as yeah. it used to be. So, um, I I think maybe partly like you know having Petch come back into the team is like yeah as you say here totally, really kind of like a nostalgic element of like back when he was a young buck um who yeah. a young kid coming on the tour and like was jumping around the court and like you know celebrating with the wild hair and the kind of. Uh, yeah, like skinny physique um, that I think we, we we all probably can think back on and remember. And maybe that's kind of what Andy's kind of doing with that appointment. I don't yep. know. Like, yeah. again, yep. maybe we're kind of reading too much into it, but um, I don't know. I think... Well, it's like, I, the, the more I think about that quote, the more I think about something he said previously as well, how every time he goes on court, he feels like he's fighting for his career. Yeah. Because there's so much pressure on him. Mm. And with every loss... Mm. it's people are like oh he's done yeah that's him yeah he's got that's him you know he's got to hang up his racket now that's mm-hmm. that's him he's done so having that hanging over you every time you go on court can't make it fun mm-hmm. can't possibly make playing the game that you love fun when people go oh well you know that's you you're done now yeah, yeah. every time he loses yeah. so the more i think about it the more it totally makes sense he loves it but it's not as fun as it used to be because there's so much judgment hanging on every single match he plays it, it's it's almost that sense of like uh he, he, yeah he still loves it but like he has so many people trying to 
end it for him. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? After yeah. every single like constantly asking him. Yeah. When? So when are you going to retire? When's that it now? Like you know, you're you're clearly not as good as you once were. Like you know, you're not. Like four years ago, five years ago, you were at world number one, and like and now. You know, you're, you're struggling with here. Why do you even bother, right? Like, what have you got left to achieve? You should just call it a day. And it's like, yeah, I think, like, obviously it's not. It's enjoyable anymore for him, right? Um, yeah. So I, I hope, I hope that he gets something, even if that's not the reason that he's hired Marpeche, even if there's some totally unrelated reason. Like, I hope he can maybe take some kind of, uh, something from that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, because it's one of those appointments that I feel like, Marpech is great, like, uh, like fantastic. But, like, I don't think Annie's hiring him to teach him how to hit a forehand any better or a backhand any better or a ball yep. any better or a serve or anything like that. I, I, I highly doubt. Um, this is when we see Andy next week with, like, Marpech and Mark's, like, teaching him exactly how to change his serve and stuff. <laughs> uh, and then next week's episode of Murray Musings is just going to be me, like... Um, but, no, I, I don't think that's why Mark's there, right? Like... I, I feel like Mark is, yeah, very much more there for, like, the guidance that he can offer a yeah. little bit. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's like a callback, isn't it? And it's also, you know what, in a selfish way, it's nice for us, isn't it? Because it's like that kind of nostalgia for us. It's like... Um, <laughs> that, like, ah, the good, the good times. Remember that? Do you remember that? I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Remember when he was young and carefree? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When we all yeah. hadn't dived into the existential crisis of the uh, the Murray coasters just yet. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, guys, I'm excited. Don't know about you. I'm so, so excited. Really and I am really very excited. happy to have recorded this, you know? Like, I didn't want to end on a downer there with that quote or anything like that, because I do think that Andy hiring Mark is a good thing. I think Andy being back practicing is a fantastic thing. I think Andy playing a tournament next week is so good. I'm so good. I'm so exciting. And I cannot wait to be back next week. Yeah. Once we know the draw yeah. of whatever tournament he decides to play, mm-hmm. and we can analyse the draw, mm-hmm. and we can look at his potential route to the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, we'll have another one to analyse how he played. Yeah. We actually have proper Andy chat, and it's mm-hmm. really exciting. So... Yeah, I, for one, am absolutely delighted that he's back on court, that he's moving, that he's practising, mm-hmm. that he's obviously feeling positive. Yeah. It's a really, really great thing to see. It truly is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, th- I think what, one, one, one quick thing that's kind of, uh, like, on that note, um, so obviously, like, <laughs> we should probably explain to our listeners, um, we do have a few guest episodes lined up. Like those are still happening. We've actually recorded one that was due to be put out this week before everything unfolded. Before we were like, Andy, it's coming. Um, because we didn't think that Andy was going to be playing until the French Open, up until like a few days ago. Um, but no, we do have a fair few guest episodes lined up. We've recorded one already. It's getting edited at some point by me. I will get on that. Um... And it will go out. At some point. It, it will go out. It will go out. It will, it will be out soon. It will be out soon. Um, but our upload schedule will probably look a little bit chaotic. There might be a few episodes published midweek, so you might be getting bonus Murray Musings content. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Just a little bonus. Yeah. But we're actually recording two more guest episodes this week that are unrelated to the episode that's going to be coming out next week in regards to the draw. So yeah, we've got so much. We've got so much coming up. Um, and I, I think um, our next 
few episodes are going to be mega exciting. Mm-hmm. Like just having the the people who we have lined up. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really the, excited. The yeah. Post match analysis. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and I think like Claire, you 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 briefly touched on like the amount of things like I I I, like I'm always so happy to see like people like who actually listen to us and listen to us just ramble on like this for an hour. Like, whenever Andy makes an announcement, like, always, like, adding Murray Musings and be, like, letting us know what's happening and stuff. I love to yeah. see that. Like, I love it so much. Like, and it, um, I don't know. We're, like, what? What episode is this going to be? 19? Like, 19 episodes in now of this. And it's just, I don't know. It's, like, feels like a nice wee family of Murray Musings that we're getting together. We are yeah. real listeners, isn't it? So. And ha- hats off to you guys. Oh. Peter and Scott. Like, you you are the, the backbone. Oh. Episode 19. But for me, it's only episode 3. Although I do like to think I've been with you right from the start because I've I've been an avid listener no, since day one. Absolutely, you were a regular listener before that. No, Claire, no, absolutely. Like you've jumped right in in the last few episodes and been a complete natural and uh, uh, put me to shame at least. Like I need to up. <laughs> I need to. That was my goal. As long as you show up on time, we're good. Uh, well, I mean, I'm still the late one among us. I mean, I'm still the late one, but. Um, but yeah, is there anything else we quickly wanted to mention at all, Pierre? Yourself, you want to mention anything before we go? On? I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy. I think just I am too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ready to see Andy on the courts playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so that's that's it for another episode of Muddy Musings. Thank you everyone for listening. Andy, I'm sure you've been listening as well, and we are really looking forward to seeing what's to come. In the next couple of weeks, we will be back next week with an analysis of the Leon slash Geneva draw. I've been Claire. He's been Scott. He's been Peter. We've been Muddy Musings. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.